You are listening to Policy Currents, a weekly podcast from the RAND Corporation. I'm Evan Banks. And I'm Deanna Lee. Every Friday, we bring you new insights from RAND's latest research and commentary. It's November 11th, Veterans Day. And today, we're bringing you a special episode focused on supporting veterans and other members of the military community. Around 200,000 service members make the leap to the civilian workforce every year. Many find it's like falling into another dimension, one where employers don't even speak the same language. RAND researchers have been analyzing the challenges veterans face in the civilian job market for more than a decade. When their research began, young veterans were several percentage points more likely to be looking for work than civilians. In fact, by 2011, the military was paying out nearly $1 billion a year in unemployment compensation. The most likely explanation for this? RAND findings suggest that these young veterans were hitting the job market cold, often without college degrees or work histories that fit neatly on a civilian resume. But more recently, these trend lines have flipped. Our researchers looked at data from the U.S. Department of Defense and the Social Security Administration to link military service records to individual earnings records, gaining insights into the experiences of more than one million enlisted service members who had left the military between 2002 and 2010. The findings were surprising, even within the same branch of the military and with the same number of years of service. Veterans coming from some military occupations could make nearly four times more than veterans coming from other occupations. Consider this example. A male Air Force veteran with less than 20 years of enlisted experience could make nearly $80,000 in his first year out of uniform, if he specialized in geospatial intelligence. But if he worked in the aerospace medical service, he'd barely scratch $20,000. Findings such as these can help the military provide more support for departing service members who need it the most. After all, every veteran has valuable skills that will translate to the civilian workplace. Some are just easier to translate than others. Despite the strong representation of Black Americans in the military, there is little research on how military service impacts Black people. That is, how does military service affect health outcomes, economic status, and social relationships. A new RAND study aims to fill this gap, comparing a range of life outcomes among Black veterans to those of their Black civilian counterparts, and to white veterans and civilians. The findings show that Black veterans tend to have higher incomes, higher rates of homeownership, and less reliance on food assistance programs than Black Americans who are not veterans. They also are more likely to be married, and married at younger ages, which generally corresponds to a better quality of life. But relative to white Americans, black veterans still struggle to achieve economic parity. Homeownership rates for both black veterans and non-veterans are significantly less than those of white Americans, regardless of military status. Additionally, Black veterans experience more health concerns than black or white civilians, including higher rates of hypertension, high cholesterol, type 2 diabetes, prostate cancer, and both chronic and high-impact pain. Conversely, black veterans do have significantly lower rates of chronic pain than white veterans, and lower rates of marijuana use disorder than any other group. All told, 
These findings show that Black veterans do better than non-veteran Black Americans in many important ways. But as study co-author Stephanie Brooks Holiday notes, it's clear that a lot needs to be done to improve the health and well-being of all Black people and other marginalized groups. Dog Tag Bakery in Washington, D.C. is known for its brownies and butterscotch blondies. But it doesn't just serve sweet treats, it serves an entire community of veterans. Dog Tag is a living business school where disabled veterans, military spouses, and caregivers can learn how to run their own company. Dog Tag opened in 2014 with a few prize-winning recipes and a big idea. It would bring together members of the military community and, for five months, immerse them in an intensive entrepreneurial-focused business program. They would take classes through Georgetown University to earn a certificate in business administration and apply what they learned in Dog Tag's bakery, cafe, and online business. Along the way, Dog Tag promoted wellness through the sharing of personal stories of obstacles and growth, and by encouraging its participants to define for themselves what success looks like. Rand researchers interviewed dozens of people who took part in the program. Every one of them described it as a transformative experience, personally, professionally, or both. Many talked about how hard it had been to leave the military and build a new life in the civilian world before they found dog tag. Three former participants said that the experience had saved their lives. Our researchers kept in touch with dog tag alumni through surveys. More than half of respondents said that they were working on their own business ideas, everything from a pop-up shop for natural hair accessories to an embroidery business to a dog park with a bar attached. Most said that they now felt that they had a professional mission, and 80% of them said that they left the program with more confidence. These findings show that Dog Tag is a model for helping members of the military community reestablish their lives, not just right after leaving the military, but for a lifetime as a civilian. As one veteran put it, it will be part of me for the rest of my life. RAND is a nonprofit institution that helps improve policy and decision making through research and analysis. For more on today's episode, check the show notes at rand.org/podcast. We'll see you next week.